Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Gimme the Creeps with Abby and Daniela. Hello. We are back this week with part two of Louisiana's folklore. Um, I'm very excited. I accidentally named this Ocean Mysteries Part Two because I don't know what planet I'm on right now. I'm what? so out of it. I'm so out of it today. I have to what? retitle it. <laughs> I just noticed that. What the? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Cajun folklore Part Two. Yes. Are you ready okay. for this Exciting. craziness? I actually am. <laughs> oh my god! I had to stretch. I like picked my arms up theatrically and it just automatically I love that feeling (laughs) (laughs) um I do want to say in advance that I am extremely sorry to anyone that is from Louisiana or is Cajun Creole whatever I am gonna fucking probably fuck up these entire all the words (laughs) i've tried so hard to look up the correct pronunciations but it's like all over the place so i'm sorry and uh one of my best friends growing up her name's aaron she's from louisiana like her uh grandparents and stuff were I don't know if they were like super Cajun, but they've had an accent. And her dad, I can hear it sometimes too when he talks. But um, I just was thinking of her the entire time. Like just – I just pictured her like telling me (laughs) like that's not (laughs) Um, I was also going to ask her how to say some of these, but I don't – I don't know if she would know because some of these I'm like, what the fuck? I don't even know if she's heard of some of these. Right. It's so interesting because it's it's French, but it's like Southern, but also like West Indy, right? Or like there's, yeah, there's a little like bit of a mix. it's like a bunch of shit put together. Like they're, it's very unique mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I fucking love it. Like I could listen to uh, – someone Cajun like speaking to me mm-hmm. like all day long. So I love company. when I come across the TikToks. I'm like, yes, just keep talking. I know, me. right? It's so nice. We got to move there so we can pick it up. I feel like we wouldn't. <laughs> I, I feel like I don't it wouldn't if, be good. I don't know if I have like a masking tactic or something, but it's so hard for me not to like start sounding like Hunter's family when he comes, when they come visit. That is Fucking and they're from Alabama, and I catch myself, and I'm like, please don't think I'm making fun of you. I don't know why that happens. It just, it just comes <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm a freaking copier. I'm a poser. Were you one of those little kids that would like, if you, someone was talking to you, your mouth would be like moving the same way that theirs would? Mm-mm. One of my friends used so. to do that. Cute. She, I would be talking to her, and I could just see her mouth moving like. She was trying to say the same words I was. Mimicking. But no sound was going out. That's cute. <laughs> oh, language. It is a beautiful thing. Certainly. Okay. So here we go. The first one, the first cryptid. I guess Ooh. it's a cryptid. Um, that I came across was the Lutan, which I, there's, once again, there's like a billion ways to pronounce it that I found. 
Um, but this was the closest one that I could find to a Cajun pronunciation. So Lutian is what I got. So like some other Cajun folklore creatures, uh, the Lutans come from beliefs that originated in France. They are mischievous folk, often compared to imps or fairies, uh, who like to play pranks and tricks on unsuspecting people. That's the French version. but mm. uh, And then they claim that they can control the weather, become invisible, and turn into animals. Oh, what the... So Lutans might cause property damage as they run through bayous. They hide objects and place them in different locations and spoil perishable foods like cheese and milk. Stories hmm. claim a telltale sign a Lutan has visited is waking to find your hair or your horse's mane braided. Isn't that cute? Oh, that is actually really cute. Yep, super cute. The French, yes. The French version, yes. But Uh-oh. as the stories of Lutans passed from French into Cajun culture, people adapted them slightly. According to Cajun legend, Lutans are actually the souls of children who passed before being baptized, forced to wander the earth in limbo. Damn. Yep. This accounts for Lutan's childish prankster tendencies, but it also makes them seem a lot darker and more sinister than their impish French counterparts. Wow. Everything's got to be sad. Right. I'm like, I wonder why. You can't just exist without it being some kind of I know. Why can't it just stay? I don't know. The next is the Latish. According to Cajun folklore, the bayou creatures known as Latish could be many things. There are two different origin stories for this monster. Uh, oh, excuse me, my goodness. That was the first. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I gotta recharge. Okay, so the first is, of course, from older French lore in that the Latish are the souls of unbaptized babies who have passed away. Of course, like, kind of like the Lutan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these appear at night in the form of a small white animal. Mm. And that's just the French lore. Uh, the second story has roots in Native American mythology. I was the legend. Yes. The legend goes that a child was taken by swamp alligators and raised as one of their own. Over time, the Latish developed the qualities of an alligator. So while it still may maintain some features of a man, such as walking upright and having human hands and feet, its life in the swamps among the alligators has caused him to become more reptilian or has caused him to develop many reptilian characteristics. Mm. This includes a green-hued hide, not Mm. unlike that of an alligator, and, of course, a set of sharp, lethal teeth. Hmm. Cajun legends claim Latish live in the waters of the bayou as these unbaptized children that are taken and raised by swamp alligators and enjoy making mischief by flipping over boats of those who pass by and dragging their victims under the water 
after the boats capped capsize. Hmm. It, but imagine that. Like I just picture the swamp. Right. Yeah. Like not like you get your boat flips and everything, and you're like, what could have caused that? And then you remember this freaking oh, folklore no. that you heard, and you're like, oh shit, where's that thing at? He's in the water somewhere. Dude, that just reminded me. I watched a Reddit video the other day of this guy. He was kayaking through a swamp and it was like taking forever. So I'm like trying to like fast forward through because I'm like I'm waiting for it was like Mm -hmm. in the unexpected subreddit or some shit. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. what is it? What is it? What it's going to be? So I'm like, yeah, going through and he just it just shows him flipping over and he has a GoPro. So the GoPro goes underwater and then it comes back up. And I was like, what the fuck did I miss? Mm-hmm. He fucking so I finally just forced myself to watch the fucking thing in slow-mo. He is kayaking and all of a sudden a fucking alligator comes, bumps the bottom of his fucking kayak and flips mm. him over. And mm. when the fucking GoPro goes under, you can see the fucking huge ass fucking alligator just under there waiting, cruising on by. I was like, what the fuck did Jeez. I just miss? And the dude is like frantically trying to upright the shit and he just gets back in and fucking continues on his way. I was like, what the fuck? I know. What can you do if you can't freaking get to land quick yeah, enough? I would have died because there's just. He's lucky. Yeah, you never know. I would have um, not done that. He was by himself. Like, I would have never. Oh, jeez. And then all they find is the kayak and they're like, what it's happened to the guy? He's being digested. Be safe Oof. out there. Only half of his body is in the fucking kayak. Imagine. Right. And those tactics, I'm sure those alligators and crocodiles fucking up the antics every time. Like they know how to get their prey by yep. now. Like, Speaking fuck of around that, and come swimming over eaten. here. Oh shit. Oh. Uh, in the 1960s, Louisiana Bayou residents discovered they were neighbors with yet another strange creature. After people pulled a car out of a swamp in, I think it's Rapids uh, Parish, Mm. they found something had devoured half the driver's body. No. Suspicion immediately turned towards an unknown swamp creature called the Paralangua. Mm. According to the legend, uh, the Paralangua is a reptilian humanoid that is half man and half alligator. It is said to stand up to 10 feet in height, having an elongated snout filled with needle-sharp teeth and a tough hide covered in green scales, fingers and toes that end in black talons, glowing red eyes, and a long tail, which can be used as a weapon. Uh, Although alligators and all known crocodilians let out a hiss when angry, The paralingua is said to have an extremely loud roar that reverberates through the swamps. This unnatural hybrid beast is said to possess superhuman strength and endurance, while the the creature's hide is uh, said to be bulletproof. It is unknown if blades may pierce this monster's defenses. According to DemonHuntersCompendium.com, there are at least six different versions of how the paralingua, paralingua came into being, and some have more merit to them than others. 
It said that a young couple drove off. This one is fucking nuts. Mm. It said that a young couple drove off of a bridge during a foggy night during the 1960s. They became trapped in their vehicle as it began to sink in the water. They were then torn to pieces by ravenous alligators, one of which happened to be pregnant. Mm. When the eggs were laid and finally hatched, all of the babies came out normally except for one. One was born a monster, one that has haunted the Louisiana swamps ever since. So they're saying just because that fucking pregnant alligator ate those people, it birthed a hybrid. No. And that that became the fucking thing. So another legend tells of a circus freak that escaped her confinements her confinement and fled into the swamp the swamp lands became her dwelling place when she where she hunted and foraged for food to survive gradually she began to lose her mind from the extreme isolation eventually she went completely insane in a fit of delirium <laughs> in a fit of delirium she mated with a large alligator and became pregnant by it Ooh, uh. When she gave birth, the thing that came out of her womb was half human, half reptile. The creature might have killed and devoured its mother, or she may have died from giving birth. Either way, she was the creature's first meal. What the fuck? Yeah. Disturbing. <laughs> Another story says that the paralingua is the result of a biological mishap. Chemicals from a human egg harvesting facility, it is said, were poured mm. into the Red River, which is illegal, by the way. Well, no fucking shit. Yeah. And oh these chemicals eventually drained and pooled around a nest of alligator eggs. This resulted in a mutation to at least one of the eggs, and the paralingua was born as a result. Another story says that the alligator man is a secret military genetic experiment gone awry. This experiment escaped into the Louisiana swamps and thrived there and is said to have been terrorizing the populace ever since. (laughs) So there seems to be a couple of supernatural explanations of the paralingua. The paralingua could be a man cursed to permanently become a reptilian creature for his sins or wrongs committed against them, uh, much like the Rougarou. Another legend says that a family, this is fucking priceless, that a family of sadistic devil worshippers once lived in the swamp. Well, great. As a part of their rituals, they would sacrifice an alligator and wear pieces of its skin on their bodies. Dude, this just reminded me of the beginning of um, the sister, the fucking sisterhood of uh, the traveling pants. <laughs> no. I thought that's what you were saying. The, Damn. The I was divine, like, I don't remember that part. The Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. I love that movie. That's one of Which my favorite. The alligator movies. people. Oh, yeah. Oh. Dang. I love that movie. See? that Me I think, too. Honestly, I think that is where my love of this entire culture came from, is that fucking really? book and that movie. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, that's uh, okay. okay. So, okay, yeah. So, uh, during the 1960s, a fire burned down the shack that they worshipped in. Mm. Although, whether this was just an accident or done by an angry mob is not mentioned. 
uh, during one of their rituals. It is said that the intense heat caused the alligator's hide to fuse with the cult leader's skin, branding him as a monster for the rest of his life. That's actually really fucking clever. Like That is a cool backstory for sure. That's some Hmm. fucking Marvel villain shit. Right? Uh, In his shame, he ran into the waterlogged forest and lived like an animal. He would kill any trespassers in his domain and devoured their flesh. Much like the Algonquian legends of the Wendigo. Mm, I don't know. Algonquian. Uh, Algonquian. Call back to that. To that yep. term. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time I say it, I think of how you said it. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, whether he is still alive or long since dead remains unknown. So... In the early 80s, a Colorado band called the Cahoots, (laughs) they wrote a song called Legend of the Paralingua, and I'm going to play you some of that song. Ooh. Some of that song. Here we go. Yeah, I can't get it. Wait, wait. Oh, no. Things are falling. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to just take this off. All right. Ready? Yes. Down on the bayous of Louisiana, where the small moss grows on the back of your hand. Opposite out from our one room shack, said he went fishing, but he never came back. And Mama said, Son, don't you ever go out to Negro Swamp when the sun goes down? Down there, called the Arlene Ward. Got your brother, now he's got your paw. The Arlene Ward, the swamp of the man, had alligator and the other half man. Sun don't go when you hear the call of the swamp water booger, the Arlene Ward. Wow. Did he say the swamp water booger? That's what I heard. I hope that's what he said. <laughs> Fuck. I just realized, have I been saying it wrong the whole time? Paralingua. Paralingua. And he's I don't know. Something, I don't know. He might have just that's... wanted to make it flow with the song. Oh, that's true. Okay, I'll give him that. So that was the cute little song. That was pretty cute. Okay. Um, The next and... The last cryptid, before I get into some fun little shit after that, this one is the one that scared me. Oh, dear. It's called the Kushma. Mm -mm. So according to Cajun folklore, it's believed that when an evil witch dies, of course, hold on, I'm speaking (laughs) of evil witches, give me one second. (laughs) According to Cajun folklore, it's believed that when an evil witch dies, they become a kushma. Mm. Which I, oh, now my stomach's growling. So it might not be pronounced the same way, but um, the gist of a kushma, it means nightmare in Louisiana, French, and Creole. So Mm. I feel like the word is pronounced differently, but because it has been 
pass through tradition and like generations and shit it's now kushma like it's pronounced kushma yeah okay but um so this creature goes after sleeping people paralyzes them and then rides them like a horse it's said that if you are uh, attacked by one and like at night whatever and then you wake up you'll be covered in whip marks and that's how you'll know Damn. So I found this really fucking cool ass article and it's like um it's like a almost like a fucking scholarly article, but um it's from louisianafolklife.org and there were several like experiences on there, so I'm gonna read mm-hmm. some of those for you. And some of what the author, like, that was doing the interviews uh, said, too. So, here we have an 18-year-old Creole man from Lafayette. Reminds me of the fucking <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Lafayette. Lafayette. Dude, legit, whenever Lilith and Apple come inside, Lilith mm-hmm. surpasses Apple, and I literally hear in my voice, I mean, in fucking what's his fuck's voice? Well, I'm uh, Napoleon's voice. Yeah, I'm the leader. I say we can go. Okay, here go. we go. <laughs> it's literally what I hear every single time. She fucking okay. has to come in first. Like, oh stupid. lord. Mm-hmm. Okay, before we get fucking stuck on our dogs, here we go. <laughs> So this 18-year-old man said, an elderly gentleman by my house said that he was sleeping one night and a Kushma, let's make sure I pronounce that right, Uh, pulled on his toes. Like, I cannot. So, Like a part? No, it literally like pulled on his toes while he was sleeping, like individually pulled at his toes. Creepy. And another time, the Kushma held him down and jumped on him. It was like jumping up and down on him. And he was trying to scream for somebody to come help, but the Kushma did something to him, and nobody could hear him scream. Oh, my God. And it was just holding him down until somebody walked in the room because they heard a bunch of noise going on. They could hear him like, uh, what's the word? Uh, Struggling? Yes, in like the sheets and shit. <clears throat> so they came and they touched him and he's the old man said that when someone else touches you while you're sleeping like having this experience uh the kushma leaves and but if the kushma is with you for a long ass time like if nobody comes to save you that you can die like being oh stuck God. in this paralyzed state wow so the author of the article said that they interviewed another Lafayette man who was a Creole DJ at a radio station. And he told the uh, the author of the article, if you don't wake up from a Kushma, a Kushma experience, you could die. When I asked him if he knew anyone that this had happened to, he said, well, how would anyone know? <laughs> oh, right. I think there's a movie about that, too, actually. Maybe. So uh, the author said, I asked the young Lafayette man if the elderly man had told him how to prevent a visit from the Kushma. 
And he said that the old man told him to go to church. At night, when you go to sleep, sleep on your stomach, say your prayers, and have like crosses and holy water and stuff like that somewhere in your house. I was like, okay, seems pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, excuse me. Um, and now there is a firsthand account from a 19-year-old African-American woman from St. Martinville who echoes these three common elements. She said, so one day me and my mama was fussing. I'm going to literally read it the way it's Please do. So (laughs) I'm not trying to be funny or anything. So, um, or ugly. So one day me and my mama was fussing and I went to bed mad. So all of a sudden at night, you just can't move. You try to holler and you just can't holler. Uh, you're hollering, you're hollering with all your might, but nobody can hear you. And I woke up and I went to my mama's room and I said, mama, you didn't hear me hollering. And she said, no. And I was full of sweat and, you know, and he, he gets you on several occasions. But what mama said to me, uh, to do is to put some stones or some beans under your bed, under your mattress and put them in a circle Cause he can't count. I don't know what it is with these fucking cryptids that they can't fucking count. <laughs> no, right? They're scared. Like of I could be a cryptid. I can't fucking count either. Damn. I can't fucking do math to save my life. <laughs> I'm a cryptid. <laughs> I now identify as a cryptid. <laughs> uh, okay, so he can't count, and because he doesn't come in the daytime, he only comes at night. And she said, Kushma. Gonna come, gonna see the stones under my bed, and he's gonna keep counting in a circle. And he's so dumb that he won't even know to stop. And then by the time he finished, keep counting, he finished counting, it's gonna be daytime. Mm -hmm. Or he, uh, or you put a fan in your window and he counts the little holes in the screen. And by the time he finished counting, it'll be daytime. Every one of them. Is literally how to keep them at bay. Yeah, but like it's the same. <laughs> and the interviewer said, uh, this they called the person that they interviewed an informant. So this informant told me that Kushma visits her frequently. She said the first time it happened to her when was when she was 15. She told her grandmother about the experience, feeling like something was riding her back and not being able to turn. I was telling my grandmother that and she, oh, and the girl says, I was telling my grandmother that and she goes like, that's Kushma. Kushma got you. And I wanted to know how you get rid of Kushma because, you know, I want it to stop because it happens a lot. (laughs) The young woman from St. Martinville described her first encounters with the Kushma. She said, well, people like my grandmother used to always say, if you don't say your prayers, Kushma going to get you like everybody else says. But I'd never really believed it. I was like, oh, yeah, right. You know, it's superstition. Um, Which they say to lie on your stomach, but that just gives an open That's invitation. That's easier, right? Yeah. I was going to say. Let me sleep it on my back. I don't know. Hmm. A 47-year-old woman from St. Martinville who described herself as French-African 
was telling me about, oh, this is the interviewer, um, was telling me about the morning after signs that Kushma has paid you a visit when she revealed how she had learned about Kushma. Another thing is having the spit lines. Yeah, that's the bridle she used to ride you. I like how some think it's a she and some think it's a her. I mean him. Right. I was going to say if there's like a specific definition of what it can be, but it's a mm. cryptid, so it could be, Whatever. I guess it doesn't have a gender. <laughs> um, so that's what those lines are. You would know it when you woke up in the morning because you'd have these lines to show where the bridle was. The bridle? The I think you're right. I think it's the whip, right? Pretty much what a, what a whip is. The woven? The bridle is supposed to be, like, the shit that they hold on to when they're riding you. Or, well, like, a horse. Oh, like the reins. I think reins. it is a bridle. The bridle's the mouthpiece? Maybe. Oh, dear. I need to go to Cowgirl Academy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, so you have lines to show where the bridle was. Feeling tired, legs hurting, legs hurting in the morning, or a Charlie horse. Waking up with a Charlie horse in the morning, that's another sign, bitch. I. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah, because that shit. I got one the other day and I had it in a long time and it was during sex, so that's awkward. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I said, wait, wait. <laughs> I thought I was going to die because it hurt so bad. It had been Ooh. so long since I got... It was in my toe, bitch. That's not a joke. Every time I <laughs> get a Charlie stuck. horse, I'm like, bitch, why are you not drinking more water? That's it's what I told myself. Oh, God. That's literally what your body is screaming at you to do. Exactly. More water, ho. Exactly. But that you have to, stuck. like, step down for it to go away from me i have to step down and like uncurl my foot onto the ground and it hurts yeah it's like whenever you're it'll stop i know same thing when your foot falls asleep has it ever fallen completely asleep to where you have to freaking get up and that's the worst thing ever yeah i hate it oh anyways Uh, stay hydrated So if you wake up with a freaking Charlie horse, he, the fucking Kushna was there last night. Yes, and up. this is what she says what happened. So God. what's happened is that she's ridden you all night and you're cramped. Damn. <laughs> the first time I heard about Kushma, I woke up one morning and I had the bridal marks and mama said, uh-oh, Kushma mm-hmm. rode you last night. Mm. And that's when I wanted to know who is Kushma and what is Kushma doing <laughs> riding me at night. <laughs> so mama told me the story. And then it was like for like two weeks after every night I was ridden. Damn. Fawn, do you mind? Okay. So the rest of the article said, in contrast to these narratives from with narratives from within a supernatural belief tradition is a portion of a supernatural experience narrative from someone outside this Kushmar Kushma (laughs) Kushma tradition the way it's spelled the last three letters are M-A-R so I want to say Mar Mar okay Um, this informant is a 32 year old white man of Scotch Irish descent not French-speaking, from Baton Rouge. And he heard me talking about Kushma and describing the experiences I heard about, so he told me that he had had a similar experience. He said, 
I was sleeping on the couch in the living room and I woke up to the sound of the screen door and I could hear the sound of the screen door being opened. At that point, I was afraid. I was fairly certain that somebody was coming into the house, but I was so afraid and so fearful, I was paralyzed. I tried to get up, but I couldn't. I tried to say something, but I couldn't. And then I could hear the footsteps. It was a wood floor and I could hear somebody in the room on the other side of me and it sounded like I could follow the footsteps and it sounded like they'd gone into the kitchen and I had come and had come through into the bedroom and the door there was open and I never saw a person or whatever it was, but I just had this sense that they were standing there at the door looking at me. Uh-uh. And again, I was extremely afraid and I just had this feeling that whatever was there wasn't good and it was there to hurt me. Ew, that is a gross feeling, I bet. Yep. So oftentimes when one is visited by the Kushma, they are in a state of sleep paralysis. So mm-hmm. when you begin sleeping, your body goes into a natural state of paralysis in order to keep you from acting out the patterns in your dreams. These are those who sleepwalk struggle with sleep paralysis. Thus, they often act out the events in their minds. An awareness of sleep paralysis sleep paralysis can sometimes be interrupted. Oh, be interpreted geez, as a visit by the Kushma. However, it is merely a dream state where you are unable to move and can possibly hallucinate. Hallucinations are common during the awakening and onset of sleep paralysis. Google the hat man and you'll find plenty of people who have seen this figure during such states. We've talked about the hat man before, haven't we? Yes. I think, did we do an episode on sleep I paralysis? We did. I think we did. Huh. Or I did one about um, when people do shit in their sleep, like kill people or fucking have sex. So... Google the hat man and you'll find plenty of people who've seen this figure during such states. The hat man is centuries old and not because of any fluke, because it's real and it's the Kushmar. Or Kushma, damn it. I was all excited and I fucked it all up. <laughs> all right. So now that we've gone through this, the cryptids of Cajun folklore. I'm going to give you some superstitions. Really? Some Cajun superstitions. Favorite category. Here we go. So I've got them into different categories, actually. Uh, General health, curses, spells, and warnings. We're going to start with general. So here we go. Uh, Fish not biting. Everyone knows Good Friday is the best day to go fishing. Who would have thought Good Friday? Hmm. Uh, Some of these actually we have in other cultures, the superstitions too. Um, Itchy hands. If it's your left hand, money is on its way. If it's your right, you'll run into an old friend sometime soon. I didn't know that there was another side to it. I thought it was only for... Money, Money. either losing or gaining. So uh, for good fortune, never eat both ends of a loaf of bread before you've eaten the middle. If you do, you'll have trouble making ends meet. Also, which is funny because I don't like the ends of the bread, so I don't eat them, and I'm still, well. I was wondering, do people do that? 
eat the ends. Jeremy fucking eats them because he's a fucking heathen. But not first. Oh. Like seeking out to eat the yeah, ends. Yeah, that first. is weird. But uh, like some people eat the first part of the end, you know what I mean? Because it's the first out of the bag. Right. That's true. I skip right past that. I do too. Thing. <laughs> I okay. see it as a little hat to the rest. There you go. Yes. <laughs> um. Also, be sure to eat cooked cabbage and lots of it on New Year's Day for good fortune in the coming days. And like many Southerners, Cajuns also eat black-eyed peas on the first to have good health in the new year. Mm. I never, ever did the black-eyed peas thing, but since um, me and Jeremy moved into this house closer to his dad's and like they've become closer, his stepmom Mm. brings us – she's brought us black-eyed peas the last two years – and mm. we have not eaten them the last two years. <laughs> what the fuck? This and this snap. year we should have because fucking Jeremy broke his ankle eight days into the fucking first. There you go. Year. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yep. So eat those black eyed peas. Yeah. I mean, what's it going to hurt? Disgusting. <laughs> but, mm. Are they? They look disgusting. I don't know. And they don't smell very good. Try them. Interesting. Um. So to find treasure, if you listened to part one of the Cajun Swamp Folklore episode, you'll know all about the Fufale. I don't remember how the fuck to pronounce it. You did. You said it. I'm pretty sure that's how you said it the first time. Um, okay. Well, close enough. Uh, treasure hunters believe that they can lead you to treasure. Uh, you just have to hide and watch to see if it hovers over a certain place. So you come back in the daylight with a shovel and you may find a treasure. But beware, many have tried to follow the Fufale and few have returned. <laughs> so that for... Quicksand. Huh? It's that quicksand. It's that quicksand. Mm-hmm. Um, so for health... If you suffer from asthma, which I do, (laughs) draping a muskrat skin across your chest may provide relief. I'm all out of muskrat, so (laughs) I'm just going to use my inhaler. There you go. Um, Avoid sleeping under the moonlight of a full moon. It could drive you moon mad. Oh, shit. Which I can I did see. that last night. <laughs> yeah, last night was a full moon, wasn't it? Yeah, and I left the curtains open. No I wonder all dreams. the dogs were fucking going. Well, besides the fact that we introduced a new family member, I'm sure. They- oh, yeah, it has been a wild week for y'all. It has. Um, moon. Super moon. So you can prevent death from snake venom by racing. By racing the snake that bit you to nearby water. If you win the race, the snake will die and you will live. Damn. That is interesting. What if it just goes away? Yeah, what if you can't find it? You're too busy fucking wailing about it biting you that you don't even know where it went. Right. Follow it. It's leading you to water. Uh, Damn. Frail children can gain strength by sleeping on top of cypress moss. Frail children. Mm. Interesting. Whoa. So curses. You'll grow webbed feet if you live in the swamps for too long. Hmm. 
A pregnant woman's negative reaction to someone with a disability or handicap may cause her child to be born with the same oh. disability slash handicap. I swear that is karmic. It's another, it's in another culture too. Like I don't, I've heard that before. Right. I mean, it sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, if you put your underwear on the wrong side out, there is a process for readjusting them. After you take them off, you must spit on them. <clears throat> then you can put them back on and continue the day as planned. Otherwise, you'll have bad luck for the rest of it. Imagine. Damn. I just left them on. I didn't notice. That was my bad. How the fuck? <laughs> I didn't notice my underwear was inside out. Okay. Well, now you have to spit in them. <laughs> I was literally laughing because I was like, if I went to the gym, I put on my my little Nike shorts inside out today and I fixed those because it was completely obvious. They have like a patch on the crotch. And I was like, imagine if I was at the gym doing sit-ups and didn't be, notice. Mm-hmm. That Everyone happens. else would yeah. definitely notice that for you. <laughs> Good Lord. Anyways. <laughs> if lightning strikes while you're making a face in the mirror, your face will stay stuck mm. that way for the rest of your life. That's funny. Ooh. Uh, mm. beware of mops unless you plan on staying single. You'll never get married if your foot is mopped over. Mm-hmm. That's, I've heard that with brooms. I've heard that too, but that's funny. I think I have had my feet mopped over several times. Oops. <gasps> well, that's what happened. That's funny. I'm not married. I don't want to be either. So. <laughs> Maybe I intentionally did it. I don't know. Hmm. So for some spells, <clears throat> and these are just for fun, so everyone please calm down if you get offended. <laughs> we get reported, the, the cop show up. <laughs> um, so there's an easy trick for dispelling rain during a picnic. Find two sticks, make a cross with them, and sprinkle salt on top of them to calm the storm. That's cute. Oh, Wow. Um, read the Bible backwards to keep evil spirits from taking up residence in your home. I don't, I don't know. Read the Bible forwards to protect yourself from evil spirits that live in your home. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, you can stop a hurricane with two knives, make a cross with them nine times and the storm will thin out. Wow. Uh, Hang a mirror on your porch for protection against the devil. (laughs) He is so attracted to his own image that he can't move from that spot until the sun rises and he has to scat. He's too handsome. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Here we go with the numbers again. Keep 13 small objects, coins, charms, etc. by your door for protection against the Rougarou. Uh, as we all know by now, the monster can only count to 12 and the 13 objects will confound him. <laughs> uh, you can prevent visitors from returning to your home with salt. After they leave, throw salt on the ground behind them in a cross pattern. I gotta fucking <laughs> remember that one. <laughs> Good news. There are several people that I wish would just not visit me ever again. Oh shit, they just show up. Hate that shit. Dude, if that happens later, I'm going to scream. Weird. (laughs) Uh, To ward off evil, drill a hole in a dime and wear it about your neck under your clothes. You can also spit three times, which will ward off just about anybody. Who the fuck wants to be around someone who spits? I know, right? 
Exactly. I think I've heard that before. Remember on my big fat Greek wedding when they were spitting on her wedding dress? Yes, dude. (laughs) Okay, first of all, speaking of fucking uh, Romani people, Uh I hope that's how you pronounce it. Uh, I think that is. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that they were Greek. I thought they were like from Romania. Oh. They're Greek. And so I was watching this movie, and the only reason I knew that was because, uh, first of all, watching – uh, drag me to hell. The mm. Lamia is a Greek goddess or some demon or something, and I was like, mm. "Why is the Greek? Why is it? Why are uh people from Romania doing Greek things like doing Greek uh mm. entities?" And Jeremy and was like, "Those Romani people are Greek," and that like blew my mind. And then I watched another scary movie called. Um, fuck i can't remember what it was called but it was based on uh romani culture or whatever and it was not that great of a movie but it was really cool that how they added the different stuff in there but a Mm. lady in there spits on a bride that is not romani spits on her wedding dress but she Mm -hmm. does it to be ugly even though that Mm. is meant to be like a good luck thing like good luck yeah Uh, Yeah, it was really uh, weird. Or it was really, it was like a trip connecting all of these dots in my head. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, I think it's really cool because I fucking love Greek stuff. Like, I love Greek culture. I want to go. I want to go there. It looks so beautiful. I do too. Oh, my God. And that ties into uh, (laughs) Sister to the Traveling Pants. (laughs) There we go. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I... Love that. Um, um, so to continue, well, before, so we can end here in a minute. <laughs> uh, so just for fun, a love potion. Mix a little mm. orange flower water, rose water, three small bottles of honey together. Add nine lumps of sugar on which the man's and women's initials have been scratched you, I don't know where you scratch the, the initials at, but you put nine lumps of sugar on top of that. You pour all of this concoction around the house of the intended love, then burn a pink candle for nine days. Ah, nine days. It, must, it has to be a big candle then. I guess, yeah. Cool. Uh, yep, that's cute. Uh, so warnings to end our episode Keep your house tightly locked and free of cracks at night. Otherwise, deadly germs and monsters will find their way in. I think that goes for Anywhere. a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, keep your kidding. babies away from mirrors or vanities. Oh, no. Keep your babies away from mirrors or vanity will overtake them in time. Mm. Hmm. Uh, an alligator that crawls under your house is an omen of death. And when you hear a morning bird crow, make sure it's a rooster. A hen's crow means death in the family is not far away. I didn't know that hens. Hens can crow? I didn't know that. I'll have to look up an example of what that sounds like. Oh, I don't know about that. Maybe it's, I don't know. Dropping a dish towel could mean company is on their way. Mm. (laughs) Dropping a broom also means that too. Or a broom falling. Shit. And 
Last but not least, you'll find blood in any hole dug on Good Friday. Whatever mm. that means. Shit. Mm. Well, that was awesome. Dude, ending it, I, all I can think about is the, the fucking songs they used to encourage the cowardly dog. Why would you? What? Because it sounds like that. It sounds like Cajun music. Oh, the only one I'm thinking of is Cajun Granny Soup or whatever. That's where there was real Cajun music played when that fox was trying to steal Muriel. Up <laughs> that banjo playing fast. Yes. That's so funny. We were just watching Courage the other day. I love that movie. I love that show. It's so good. I mean, that show. That's what I meant. I wonder if they ever will make a movie. You just jinxed it. I thought they did. It was Courage and Spongebob. Courage and... Um, Scooby-Doo. Scooby. I mean, like, theater release, how they freaking tried to do with Tom and Jerry. Oh, yeah. That, I don't... Emma went to go see it. They just went straight to streaming. <laughs> I didn't watch it then either. <clears throat> Me neither. Well, um, is nowhere in that area? And I'm going to have to look up lore on fucking Courage the Cowardly Dog, because that is a... Beautiful show. Anyways. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed part two of Cajun Louisiana Folklore. Make sure you give us a follow over on Instagram at Gimme the Creeps, G-I-M-M-E, the Creeps. Do you mind? And over on Twitter and... Oh, there it is. But that's not... Banana... I thought it was. Um... Okay, that's what I pictured, and it doesn't. It's not. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, and don't forget to tell your family and friends to check us out on any platform that supports podcasts. Thank you guys so much for all your support, and come back next Friday for another episode with Abby and Daniela. So, did we give you the creeps?